Hi, I'm Matt Ward, and welcome to the Running Industry Podcast. Thanks once again for joining me as we look at the Running Industry Podcast weekly news, our short-form news roundup on what has caught our eye over the last seven days in the world of running and the wider running industry. This is now part of the rich offering of podcasts that we produce that includes the Brand Spotlight episodes, where we focus on brands from footwear to electronics, from apparel to nutrition to training and tracking. And make sure that you check out our latest episode as we focus on top US run brand, Sacconi, and we have an upcoming episode featuring the Scott brand. And of course, look out for our original In Conversation with long-form podcasts, which are also released regularly and still feature our amazing guests with fantastic stories as we delve into the background and thoughts of those people that make the running industry so interesting. We've got some fantastic guests coming up over the next couple of months, including ultra-running legend Anna Frost, top GB coach Steve Vernon, which comes out this Friday, and the founder of the Reebok brand, Joe Foster. And so, this week's news. We start with footwear news, and Business Insider reports that footwear sales across all sectors might have declined significantly in 2020, but the running category has just about defied the norm. With many run brands reporting jumps in business over the last 12 months, Brooks Running has reported an increase in its revenue of 27% in 2020, taking its annual turnover to a very impressive $850 million. In the Business Insider Premium article, Brooks Running CEO Jim Weber explains the Brooks brand plans to hit $1 billion of revenue in 2021 and also how it hopes to convert 2 million new customers into diehard Brooks fans. Another brand reporting bumper sales in 2020 is Hoka One One, as their sales exploded by 58% to $352 million in 2020. Hoka president Wendy Yang also shares her brand playbook for maintaining that velocity in 2021. For the full stories, visit businessinsider.com. Links are in the show notes. Now, a shoe brand that you might not have heard of is Atreyu. But we think that this US brand will create some news in the next year or so. And Atreyu is certainly out to disrupt the running norm and their eye-catching designs and subscription direct-to-athlete sales model is certainly interesting, with a strap line stating, running shoes that honour simplicity. On the brand website at atreyurunning.com, founder Michael Kragitek talks a lot about not only recyclability, but more so about waste in the footwear production across the globe. They state... Welcome to the greatest paradox in running shoe manufacturing. Quite a few companies tout marketing campaigns that offer biodegradable, recycled footwear, but very few are talking about waste in the manufacturing process. We firmly believe the initial revolution is in utilising a deliberate supply chain ordering system. Regarding the sales and consumption solution, the Atreyu website goes on to state, our sole mission is to tighten up the supply chain to deliberately provide an alternative to wasteful production. This is fundamentally why our subscription is special. It helps us forecast our orders with no backstock waste. In short, by asking athletes to purchase our low mileage product and use more deliberately, 
we can change the way runners buy shoes and therefore combat the main villain. Wasted backstock product sitting there in limbo collecting dust, only to go to a landfill without living out its purpose. Interesting stuff, I'm sure you'll agree. And to find out more, visit atreyurunning.com. Next, World Athletics footwear rules to apply across all UKA events. Yep, Athletics Weekly reports that UK Athletics has announced that the World Athletics rules concerning footwear are to be implemented across all competitions which are held under UKA rules. A statement from UK Athletics read, While World Athletics require that the amendments apply to all senior or junior national championships and are not mandated to be applied below this level, After consultation with the Technical Advisory Group and others, the UKA Rules Group has determined that it's appropriate that the amendments to the rules should apply to all competitions under the UKA Rules. As we all know, footwear has been a very controversial topic in athletics following the technological advances which have shown to improve performance, first in road events, but now also on the track. List of approved competition shoes can be downloaded from the World Athletics website. Again, links in the show notes. Now, do you like running? Are you good at marketing? Do you like treadmills and the whole explosion in the digital side of running? Well, this could be the job for you. Cutting-edge treadmill specialist Noble Pro are expanding rapidly and are looking for a digital marketing manager. CEO Stefan Van Bijon states, We've grown rapidly over the last year as the fitness industry has wrestled with a pandemic and shifting exercise habits of people all over the world. The ideal candidate will be creative and strategic, will be able to write and think past the -the run-of-the-mill corporate strategies. The candidate will also understand that the world is changing and the way we talk to people has changed too. We need someone who's dynamic and can adapt to a fast-paced industry. You'll help us grow and hire a team of people to help us support the business as we do so, and we'll need at least three years of marketing experience, love content creation, and have a good understanding of the fitness and digital market. For more on this exciting opportunity at Noble Pro, candidates should contact Stefan via the email in the show notes. Continuing on the digital theme, the world does not need another running app, right? Well, maybe not, as another disruptor to the running tracking app landscape has launched in the form of Looper. Founder Stefano Larini states, Running technology has not truly evolved in years. Tracking apps were launched 13 years ago and are still essentially the same. They lack personalization, guidance, and context on the data they provide, which is why we've created Looper. We combine a human-like experience with advanced running technology and mindfulness expertise to guide every runner in their journey. We're building the world's smartest running coach that guides every runner through their journey to help them to know what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. In only three months, and all organically, we have active users in 31 countries. People love our dynamic and personalised couch to 5k and 10k courses. The Looper brand is raising £1.2 million and has commitment from the likes of Google, Google DeepMind and Techstars. And they're offering users to try their first prototype by simply visiting wearelooper.com and downloading it. Next up in running tech news, Mimo has announced a partnership with Jogging Buddy, report trade website Sports Insight. 
Wearable tech company Mimo, maker of gait assessment technology, has announced that it's now an official partner to Jogging Buddy, the free web platform that helps walkers, joggers, and runners buddy up to exercise and make new friends. Launched in 2009, the Jogging Buddy platform now has members in 123 countries. Mimo replaces traditional in-store gait assessments with the latest in digital technology. The partnership will aim to complement each brand's marketing strategy by creating demand generation activities as well as sharing market insights and research. Craig Downs, the MIMO founder, said, We're delighted to partner with Jogging Buddy. They share similar values to MIMO with the aim of helping people to get fit and active. This is a great opportunity for both organisations to collaborate and improve experiences for our customers. Find out more by visiting MIMO, which is spelled M-Y-M-O, in event news, an optimistic note was sounded in a recent article in none other than the New York Times via runninginsight.com, as it reports that marathon organisers in the USA are hoping their events can return this autumn with new protocols and precautions. Among the possible new protocols, the New York City Marathon that usually has 55,000 runners has recently discussed a field of roughly 30,000. As we know, the glut of marathon races this autumn will include the ones in Boston, New York, Chicago, London, Berlin and Tokyo, and this has sent runners scrambling for places. In a typical year, the Boston, Chicago and New York events draw a combined total of more than 130,000 runners for just these three races alone. Now, currently officials are trying to figure out some kind of testing regime for participants and volunteers. And the Running Insight article goes on to say, to compete, runners will probably be required to test negative for coronavirus in the days leading up to the races. The organisers must still figure out when tests would take place, who would pay for them, and the consequences of someone who tests positive. So still lots to work out for all the major running event organisers across the world, but there is certainly hope in the air in 2021. And in Japan, the Nagoya Women's Marathon was held last Sunday with 4,700 participants, with full COVID-19 protective measures in place, and was won by Mizuki Matsuda in 2.21.51. The race is a World Athletics Platinum Label Road Race and the largest women's marathon in the world. It's also the first mass participation distance race to be held in Japan since the COVID-19 pandemic began. And despite the unfavourable weather conditions of strong wind and rain, the race took place through the streets of Nagoya without a hitch. And finally, as if we needed some more virtual technology in running, World Athletics is proud to unveil the world's first virtual sporting museum. The Museum of World Athletics, or MOA for short. Yes, from Usain Bolt's world record to Jesse Owens' history-defining gold, from Mike Powell's unwavering determination to Greta Weitz's pioneering moves, MOA is a celebration of athletics through the ages, available via the World Athletics website for free. Using realistic interactive content including state-of-the-art 360-degree photographic reproduction of items donated by the athletes, this unique space brings to life the stories of our sport highlighting key athletics champions from each continent and celebrating each edition of the World Athletics Championships. So head over to worldathletics.org for the full digital spectacle of the Museum of World Athletics. 
and you can follow them on social media following the hashtag Museum of World Athletics. So that's it for this week's edition of the Running Industry Podcast Weekly News. If you're a brand, event, organisation or news outlet and want us to feature your news story on the weekly news, just get in touch via the links on the show notes or on social media at Run Industry. Remember to subscribe to the Running Industry Podcast wherever you get your podcasts and also listen and subscribe via the website runningindustrypodcast.com where you can listen to all of the Running Industry Podcasts and get the new ones as they are released. You can also follow us, of course, on social media via at Run Industry. And if you'd like to support what we do, you can pledge via Patreon. Links on the website and in the show notes. Thanks once again to all of our listeners for the support and this week's weekly news. Make sure you keep listening every week and also rate and review each episode and be sure to tell your friends. I'm Matt Ward and the Running Industry podcast is a supersonic production. And until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye.